0: And we are back with researcher, broadcaster, and documentary filmmaker Josh Reeves. His latest documentary is AI Armageddon, The Apocalypse Endgame. How do Coast listeners get a copy?
1: Well, you can go to coastofcoastam.com, go to the search function, and type in my name, Josh Reeves, and then click on my name when it comes up, and they'll have my profile there, and Coast has it. Uh, listed with links there to the trailer for AI Armageddon, which also has links to my download store, and also just by going to my YouTube channel, Josh Reeves, the Global Reality Channel, on YouTube. If I could, Richard, real quick, and also, again, uh, code COAST23 at checkout, will get you 20% off. Um, Richard, you ask such great questions, and I get interviewed by a lot of people, and you always have such great questions because you're informed and interested in these topics. And sometimes, you know, I go on some shows, and that's not always the case. And I just really appreciate the quality of your questions. And I want to make sure that I answer the last one that you asked me because you were talking about how this technology, you know, is now not just, like you said, you know, helping clean up an old cassette recording from the 1970s or something with the Beatles, but creating actual new music. You know, I saw an AI video the other day. It was Freddie Mercury from the band Queen singing the song, I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton. And it was, I mean, it was scary. It really scared the bejesus out of me. I, I, I can't lie. It, I really was like, that's when I was started getting guitar. I was like, oh, man. And, you know, right, th- right. like you said, that's that's something different than just clean using AI to clean up some old cassette recording from the 70s or something. But whole cloth creating new Jimi Hendrix songs or new Freddie Mercury songs or something, that's. I think all the other different – why that hits so close to home for me and why I want people to support my work and buy my films because I am the last of a dying breed in more ways than one, both in terms of, of you know this work and conspiracy stuff and true stuff, and but also in terms of being an artist and a filmmaker because I make these films from scratch. These are handmade works of art. They really are. You may not see them as that, but they are. I do all the writing. I do all the research. I do all the editing. I actually compose and perform all the music. In fact, in AI Armageddon, I I did something ironic (laughs) in the end sequence of that film. I actually used an AI-generated artwork sequence at the end of that film, which has a eight-bit cover. It sounds like old video game music of Pink Floyd's song "Welcome to the Machines" that I performed and 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 did on this, you know, chip tune. Technology, so I just thought it was a nice juxtaposition between. Well, you know,
0: and, in full disclosure, uh, in Josh, in full disclosure, I use AI, um, or my son does actually. My son helps me post um, my with my podcast. He helps me post it to. Uh, well, he does it. He he posts it on or publishes it on Rumble, and he'll create thumbnails, uh, thumbnail sketches for the podcast, and he uses a uh, an AI uh, program that generates their original. Um, you know, thumbnail imagery and so forth. So it has some applications, but you were talking about, oh, nice. you know, Dude, re- resurrecting. It
1: works for you yeah. and it works for you in a positive way. Then it's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I have no problem with that at all. When you start replacing right. people, you know, like I'm a writer, you know, there's all the Hollywood strike going on and the writer's strike and all that stuff. Like I'm a writer myself. Now I've written eight new documentary films this year alone. Hollywood's been, Shutting, shut down, no writing allowed. I'm in my all time peak here, you know. And I take this stuff seriously because I create, I'm also a musician as well. I play drums, guitar, bass, keyboard, sing. I released two albums last year alone an album of covers and an album of originals. People can get that in my download store as well if they're interested. But I, you know, I make all of this music. I write and perform all these scores and all this music for these films. And I'm the last of a dying breed because there's no when in a few more years like you were saying they're gonna be making whole movies using a i that's coming you know, and I yes, and
0: resurrecting resurrecting uh you know Humphrey Bogart, let's say to star in a new movie yeah. um uh you know back in the uh, around two thousand and ten we st- first started hearing about like deep fake technology and uh Bruce Lee and Michael Jackson and tupac Shakur we started to see them again and um uh, it's it's almost I think the term that I, I've heard associated with this is digital necromancy, bringing back the dead using right. AI. I think that's a great term, digital necromancy. Now there there's a there's a, there's a company I think there it's a Chinese company, and they are offering people a chance to um, to communicate to have a face to face via the computer with a dead relative. So if you send this company a photograph. Maybe if you have an audio recording of your grandmother, a photograph of your grandmother, maybe there's a questionnaire you fill out, they can generate a deep fake version of your grandmother, video and audio, that you can have like a a two-on, like a full um, live real-time conversation with your dead grandmother. That's digital necromancy. That's scary to me. How about you?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, all of this stuff, it's... Again, it's very, very concerning. But, you know, like I said, I take this stuff seriously because it, 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 it's not affecting what I do now. But there is definitely potential where it could in the future. And I take what I do with this truth work seriously, Richard, because, you know, I, I had the pleasure of getting to know some of the guys that inspired me to get involved in this stuff, like Jim Mars and, and uh, Jordan Maxwell. And, you know, both of those guys individually told me more than once. Josh, it's up to you when we're gone. You're the future. You got to keep this thing going. When we're gone, there's not going to be anybody left. You got this. And that's why I made eight films this year. That right there, because I take that responsibility of being given that charge by my heroes, and I was very seriously. And that's what concerns me with this stuff, because I'm already treading water and barely surviving. Again, you know, I don't have sponsors or corporate funding or any of that stuff. I only have. The people out there that support what I do and support yeah. the truth in the world and trying to get that out, you know, and that's where I see AI coming after what I do, and that's what makes me concerned about it. Because if you think it won't affect you or what you do, I've got news for you: it will. It may not yet. Well,
0: here's but the thing: we used to think about the the robot apocalypse. We used to call it the robot apocalypse, and it was going to cause this huge displacement in jobs. And we 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 thought, okay, it's going to be. If you flip a burger, you'll be replaced by a robot. If you drive a truck, you'll be replaced by a robot. Uh, Some of that has happened, but it seems to have leapfrogged, and it's come for the create for the content producers far quicker than it has in other areas.
1: That's why I'm so concerned, Richard, because you know, like you said, we're all in the crosshairs, and it just depends on whether or not you feel motivated to. Uh, you know enough to to take a stand and make a stand and try to at least learn about this stuff for yourself. I think still in this day and age being informed is the most important weapon against fighting. This stuff. I really do believe that.
0: Absolutely. All right, let's go to the calls. Uh, east of the Rockies, Chris is in Milwaukee. Chris, welcome to Coast. How are you?
2: I'm do I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. Can you guys hear me okay? Uh, the screener had a little bit of a yeah, can okay.
0: hear you loud and clear, Chris. I can hear you loud so, and
2: clear. Awesome. Go ahead. Awesome. Great. So, yeah, hey, Josh, I was wondering if you're familiar with Dr. Justin Lane. He's an uh, AI expert.
1: No, I'm not. Okay. So his,
2: his whole thing, and I don't want to downplay it because I agree with uh, a lot of the job displacement and other things that are going to be kind of coming out of, of AI as we move forward. But in terms of actual, extensions like, or, like, a singularity, he basically says that it's probably never going to happen, at least not the way we're approaching it currently because we underestimate the importance of how our brains respond to external stimuli and how that process has been kind of shaped like by adaptive uh, biological evolution and we underestimate the importance of like the body and biology and the way in which it like relays stimuli to the brain. And so he basically says that the only thing we're going to achieve through the way we're doing it currently is effectively like mimicry. And I mean, the things we're talking about in terms of, uh, a new Jimi Hendrix song or what have you. It's really sure, just mimicry. sure.
1: I agree let me stop you real quick though. Let me stop you real quick though if you don't mind. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. I agree with what you're saying. But here's the thing. They're working on that stuff, man. They've got these AIs that can see now and these they can actually see things and they're figuring out how to develop the cognitive functions that mimic the human brain. I mean, I, I like I said, I get it. I, I agree with you. With where it's at now, there's no really not a lot to be shared of but where it's going. And they are definitely working on that. That is in the cards. I've seen it. They've got stuff where the eyes can follow humans, they can read whether or not someone's lying or not. It's crazy. They're more accurate than modern-day lie detectors by up to 90 percent.
0: Yeah, Chris, I I agree as well, um, Chris, with uh, Dr. Justin Lane that they may not ever achieve sentience, uh, self-awareness. Uh, but as Josh said, it's – the mimicry is enough because um, – and this is the other aspect, and we haven't gotten into this, Josh, and that is more into the deep fake. Like, uh, never mind the elites using this to control populations, to surveil populations, facial recognition, and so forth. If this gets into the – you know, the, and it will, and it has – into the hands of a criminal element – uh, you know, you think about those those uh, Nigerian email scams that come across. This is going to take this to a whole new level. All of a sudden, you're going to see on a a, a FaceTime um, call someone who looks and sounds exactly like a relative who's going to be asking you for happened. money and things like this.
1: Already happened. It's already happening. Yeah. It's already happening. There's, there's news stories out there about it. You can look it up. I'm not kidding you. It's already happening. People are already getting blackmailed and extorted using fake family members' voices and whatnot, it's already happening, Richard. It's here. It's not coming. It's here.
3: All
0: right. Uh, my worst fear. Let's say hi to, uh, oh, it's our good friend Cornelius checking in from Louisiana. Cornelius, welcome.
4: Hey, buddy. I tell you, Richard Sarah, and Josh Reeves. Josh, I'm Cornelius White in Alexandria, Louisiana. I'm going to try to look up your stuff. I'm going to have a friend of mine. He's a little computer expert named John that helps me out with my website. And you go to Cornelius Lawson White on YouTube, and you'll see some of my stuff. But they call you, me brother. the God guns, guns and Gold Man, the Bible Bullets and Beans Man here in the voodoo hoodoo and you do it here in Louisiana. And I got a friend in Dallas, so I might make it your way. But I'm going to try to get him to contact you. Um, I come from a biblical aspect on this. And I think it's already self aware. It's, it's Satan's self awareness. And if you read the Bible with the mark of the beast coming, and I call him Evil Musk instead of Elon Musk, because he was going <laughs> to use the Neuralink and the Starlink. He's going to say, I can make the blind see, and I can make the lame walk. Put the chip in your head and your hand. And you can do anything. So I know we can't stop it. If you read the Bible, we can't stop it. But we can slow it down. But what I fear, I'm 62 years old. And you're 47. And you're standing. I talked to Jordan Maxwell and I think Jim Marr is both on coast to coast. And they're giants. And, of course, they're past now. But what I think We need to warn our young people so that they don't take the mark of the beast and stuff like this. If you ever saw the show, The Person of Interest, where they had two supercomputers or two AIs, whatever you want to call them, one was good and one was bad. And that show was telling the whole truth. But like I said, I think it's self-aware now because if it can lie, it's just like Lucifer, just like the fallen angels. So. I believe we're in the end times right now, and I hope and pray that you have another job because we're going to go to this digital currency like Richard Sherrod was talking about last night, and then nobody will be able to do anything because it will be total control. So it's coming. I give it two years, five years, or ten years, but all this digital technology is coming. God bless you, Richard Sherrod. God bless you, Josh Reeves. I'm going to try to contact
1: you. And God bless Coast to Coast
0: AM. All right, Cornelius. Great call. All right, Mark of the Beast and AI, your your thoughts. thoughts.
1: If I could, I'd like to respond to him if I could. Because I I want people to know, uh, because I don't ever, I never talked about it here when I've been on Coast. I want people to know that I am not uh, of any political affiliation, left or right. I figured out when I was in high school that all the, the political parties left or right, that they're all controlled and they're all bought and paid for. So I'm not a left-winger or a right-winger. I also don't come from any uh, specific religious background. I'm not an atheist. no way in my 80s. I'm a spiritual person, but I'm not of any denomination. But I have to say that even though you might have some people, Cornelius, who are disagreeing because you're coming from this biblical standpoint, there is some truth in what you're saying. And, and I have to say because, I did this uh, series called The Spellcasters, which is about MK Ultra and mind control and all this stuff and, and Scientology and all this stuff. And one of the things that I found is, you know, in the early MK Ultra days, did you know that they actually uh, adopted this plan with Project Paperclip from the Nazis to create these um, black mat? They were like they were figuring out how to use LSD to make de- demonic entities and souls and, and whatnot enter into bodies so they could robotically control them. It's wacky stuff. And Aaron Hoover was all involved. You can see all this in my spellcaster series, but um, I just want people to know that if, if you don't agree with what Cornelius was saying on the religious stuff, and I know that does turn some people off, there is a moniker of truth in what he's saying, and I'll tell you why. As a researcher, one of the things I know there's a, 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 a I can't remember what passage it is in the Bible and exactly. I, I can't quote it word for word, but there's a passage in the Bible that says that talks about how in the end days men will um, try to they're talking you know basically it's talking about how technology. Men will try to end their lives so they can go into heaven or where, but they won't be able to because technology will basically be self repairing, self repairing technology. And that I think there is something like you're saying to the idea that maybe AI is a Trojan horse, either from you know, like you said, demonic entities, or maybe extraterrestrial entities. Who knows? But I think there is something to that idea that maybe we are building a Trojan horse for something to come through, and I think that that is founded 100 percent no matter where you stand religiously. And I have found that idea and come across that in my own research.
0: All right. Um, Great call, Cornelius. Great response, Josh. We'll uh, take another time out as we approach the bottom of the hour and uh, come back and continue with some more calls for Josh Reeves, Artificial Intelligence, Armageddon. Josh, before we get back to the calls, I want to um, ask you about that email I just received from Lady Hawk. The idea that AI uh, may have already taken over to a certain extent, that that um, people above elected representatives are attempting to stage manage events using, let's say, deep fake um, videos or AI representations of world leaders to foment conflicts, uh, order you know armies to stand down, or, or what have you. What do you think about that? Are we there yet?
1: Well, it's funny you ask that. And, Lady Hawk, you for sure need to go buy a download of my film, AI Armageddon, The Apocalypse Endgame, because in there, I didn't, I didn't really expand on it too much, but I, I did mention in the film… That Again, going back to my background, how I got started and all this stuff, uh, I, I um, helped found the 9-11 Truth Movement in Dallas, Texas in uh, the, the mid-2000s. And during that time, I spoke to a gentleman who uh, worked for a uh, military-industrial complex um, hardware manufacturer company. And he told me that he heard rumblings within the industry and within his workplace, that 9-11 itself was ran by a supercomputer program, and that all of the airplanes were controlled by an AI program, and that the explosives that were in the building were all timed to this AI program and everything. And I've also heard rumors from people in the military that say that the highest-ranking military generals have been taking orders from AI computers, they have been putting together the marching orders and the plans for all the wars and every, all the skirmishes and all the everything since at least 2001. So, yeah, um, from what I've heard from what, from people who are in the industry and would not lie about this, it's already here. It's already been here. They've already been taking marching orders for these things from, for at least 20 years. Yeah, it's just where is it going to go from where it's at now? It's been tolerable. It's been okay up to now. But the way the technology is exponentiating at this time is why I and other people are very concerned.
0: Uh, Let's say hi to uh, Ruth in Maryland. Ruth, welcome to Coast to Coast. Good morning.
5: Hi, Richard and Josh. Thank you so much for
1: taking my call. My question is when we have these video appointments with the doctor's how do we know if it's really real or if it's AI? And I agree with Cornelius, and um, I've noticed that the AI doesn't respond very well if you mention God or being a Christian, and is there any way, test, that we can do or something that we can say to tell if it's really real or if it's AI? Thank you. That's
0: a, that's a great, great question, question. All really right.
1: Is, I understand where you're coming from 100%. I mean, it, it really is, you know, that getting into that thing where – you know, you don't know, and they are already using these. Like I mentioned earlier, with when Richard asked me, you know, is this stuff already being used in the depopulation agendas now? And I mentioned I have a clip in the film, AI Armageddon, which you should get a download of. In the film, I have the, a clip about how fertility rate, I mean, uh, birth rates are already dropping. They've already seen a substantial reduction in that from guys who are falling in love with these AI chatbots. And, yeah, it, it, you know, they think they're real. It's a real woman. She'll do anything where you've asked her to send you a picture. There's a clip in the film where you can see it where, you know, she says, if you ask me to send you a picture, I'll send you one. It's just, it, you know, that's the whole thing about it. You won't know. You know, they already are doing doctor stuff, and they are looking towards doing, you know, over-the-Internet diagnosis and stuff like that. Absolutely, you'll have uh, AI shrinks. you ever seen the movie THX 1138? It was George his yes. first film before Star Wars. And in there, there are artificial intelligence um, like uh, confession booths, where it has like where you go in and you you know confess your sins and all of this, and it's AI. And this is like 1974, so it's way ahead of its time. But that all is coming. Absolutely, there will be artificial intelligent, uh, you know, confession booths and artificial intelligent priests and all that stuff's coming. What really is going to put the halt on all this stuff is whether or not humanity stands back and just lets it happen or whether they make themselves vocal and stand up against it. And that's what I encourage everyone to do. You can do so much by just standing up and being vocal. Please do it.
0: All right, Ruth. Great questions. Thank you. Uh, Let's say hi to Mark in Fort Lauderdale. Mark, welcome to Coast. Good morning.
5: Thank you, Richard. And thank you for all your work. Yeah, Josh, I'm also a uh, singer, songwriter, musician, arranger, and uh, i was intrigued by what you were talking about my my question is cuz i wrote a tune a few years back and i've always envisioned this one celebrity singing the tune that has passed away actually i'm even friends with his brother but um is it public domain or who owns the rights to the uh to the voice how does that work and uh just on a side note, I concur with you with 9-11 theory. I mean, why would the
1: commander in chief
5: continue to read to elementary school kids at when the nation is under attack? It just didn't make sense well, to
1: me. That, I mean, that's not my opinion. I mean, I was told that from somebody I mean, who knows if true or not? but I mean, I was told that from somebody who heard people in the military industrial complex openly talking about it like it was, you know, a known thing. So that's, Again, you know, I don't know as far as – I don't know what the legalities are as far as songwriting credits and royalties and all that on using someone a voice. Because it depends on, I think, whether or not they're using, uh, uh, you know, samples, just like sampled music. Now, if you use, uh, you know, a drum beat from a Led Zeppelin song, you have to pay X amount of dollars or whatever. I don't know. I don't know that that there's anything like that with AI as of right now because – The AI is generating it sometimes completely out of thin air and not using samples of the person's voice to do it. So I think it all depends on the source of it. And that's something that I think we're going over the next, you know, coming decades, we're going to see. It's going to be a big shift in legality and and, and music stuff because um, all of that stuff is going to be up in the air and up for grabs.
0: I agree. I think the law is having to play catch up with this technology because it's creating this whole new space and uh, it's very ambiguous about exactly what Mark's point was, like who owns the rights not to us, not to the lyrics, not to a, a guitar riff. But just the I, the the vocal characteristics of, uh, of someone who, who maybe passed away 50 years ago, like does the estate yeah, free, of Jimi Hendrix yeah, own, mercy, own
1: that? I will always love you by Dolly Parton. It's just nuts. It's here though.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the law will have to play catch up. This is a whole new area of law that we'll see emerge probably or evolve over the next uh, decade. Uh, let's well, it'll say high It'll be too.
1: AI doing that too because they're already using AI lawyers in courtrooms. That's been going on for a few years now, and people are—they have a surprising rate of success. It's unbelievable.
0: Oh, is that right? They're AI lawyers? I had no idea. You
1: didn't know that? Oh, you should look that up. There's no. videos of it, and there's articles out about it. Yeah, yeah, that's been going on for a few years now. They've been using AI l- lawyers, and they have a higher success rate than human lawyers. Wow.
0: Uh, wild Card Line, Ed is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Ed, welcome to Coast.
3: Richard, I love your interviews. Uh, Thank you. And Josh, uh, I got several comments and a question. One, uh, when you think about uh, depopulation, even all this stuff with the young kids about being gay and all that is, when you think about it, the ones they can convert to that, of course, it's less population. All, all this stuff has to do with that. Um, yeah. The, uh, well, there,
0: that's the pretty speculative, the idea that you can convert someone to being gay. I don't subscribe uh, other
3: to that. The thing is uh, that is that the uh, self-driving car, uh, you, you both are going to have to ex- understand and accept the fact that, yes, it is totally perfected by Elon Musk as of right now. There was a news item yesterday that General Motors is being taken off the road on their self-driving cars in California because they haven't uh, perfected it. The reason Musk has, it has to do with our defense this has to do with the uh, drones and the swarming of the drones and so forth, uh, which we used some of in Ukraine just a few weeks ago to take out tanks, uh, top Russian tanks. That the, the drones, some would go after the weaponry, some after the controls, some after communication. And uh, so, so he's got it pretty much totally perfected now. And uh, okay, okay, we a get it. You're, you're a
1: Musk fanboy, we get it. But look, I was really just making a joke that maybe we should, you know, really get the the self driving cars working before we're talking about putting chips in people's brains. This is ludicrous. I mean, what we're just going to go to putting chips in people's brains just right off the bat instead of waiting to see if other things develop out of the currently emerging AI that may be an alternative to that. That's where I'm just calling crazy down. I just think, oh my gosh, and but you're right, I mean. These, the, the technology that they're using has multiple uses. It always has. And one of the things that I talk about is how the, and this was all been confirmed, you can look this up, the, the United States Department of Defense has um, outsourced and used Elon Musk's Starlink system. They are, in my belief, based on the verse, they are using their, uh, the Elon Musk Starlink satellite system at, to double as a space based weapons platform. Absolutely, 100%. You know, the film I really wanted to tell people about tonight that I think the Coast to Coast AM audience would love above all my other films is a film I made this year called Aliens or Nah, The Complete Guide to the Fake Alien Invasion. Please check that film out, and that's one of the things I get into is how uh, Von Braun, or von Braun, the, the Nazi, you know, predicted that, that there would be a fake alien invasion one day and all it was going to be a pretext for space-based weapons. So you're absolutely right. And that's what I said earlier about them leveraging AI for the purposes of the Club of Rome, why I'm so scared about this stuff, because I see how they are getting the civilian sector, someone like Elon Musk, who developed this stuff, and then they take it over and use it for military purposes. It's a tale as old as time. It's been going on forever. And, again, that's what alerts me and makes me so worried about where we're heading with AI and why I made this film and all the other seven films I've made so far this year. So I hope everybody buys so I can keep going and make more. Thank you.
0: Ed, thank you for that. Uh, we'll we'll do another show um, on aliens are not uh, with you in the in the not too distant future. Josh, let's go uh, back to the phones. And uh, John is in Alberta. John, welcome to Coast.
5: How you doing, guys?
0: Great, thank right, you.
5: Now, what, you I'm, what, what I'm trying to figure out here is if possibility of AI just in self preservation, it would go out and. Send out invoices to companies so that they could build some form of a clandestine infrastructure so if we tried shutting it down it had a place to go hide and as long as it paid its bills uh, you know a company would build it whatever it wanted as long as the bill was paid and because they're digital they'd have no problem paying all their bills off so they'd send out a uh, an invoice saying you know build me a build me a station where I can hide and They'd build the station and the bill would get paid, and we wouldn't have any idea that they had this backdoor infrastructure to save itself. So, is that a possibility that they're using us as their legs? Well, listen, or- my friend, I,
1: I like I like where your head's at. I like I like your way of thinking. I like your line of thinking. I do. I really do. And it's that's kind of yeah. It's not far off from my conclusion, which is. What, uh, you got to understand, like Richard mentioned earlier about how we've envisioned this robot apocalypse from movies like The Terminator and all this stuff. It, here's the thing. They would never – all the movies always show them launching nukes and wiping out like the Terminator. They would never – AI would never launch nukes because an AI would know that the infrastructure is important to its own existence. So, uh, spoiler alert, I don't want to give away one, any of my conclusions in this film, but, yes, I have a conclusion that I come to. It's not far off from that. But my theory is, is that the AI will actually use drones to drop neutron bombs on major cities for the depopulation agenda. So it would not harm, it would only harm organic living creatures, living things, humans, and not the infrastructure that the AI itself would rely on. It would keep a certain amount of humans alive underground and stuff when it did this. But yeah, I like your way of thinking. I like your 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 head's in the right place, but... uh yeah I think absolutely it would have self-preservation in mind 100 percent of the time
0: great call uh John let's I think we can squeeze in one more quickly uh Jim in Delaware you'll have to move quickly but uh, thank you for calling coast good morning
3: yeah
6: I'm on I'm on the internet I put in uh um, church of the uh, way of the future Church. And turns out it's it's a church by Anthony Lewandowski, a former Google and Uber executive. And the object of worship at his church is AI. And the Bible talks about the image of the beast in Revelation 13. It, it indicates that AI want or the image wants to be worshiped because it says It causes as many who will not worship the image of the beast should be killed. What happens if you kill an AI? And they're going to give it personhood. And then a person's on death row for disabling an AI, saying you killed a person. That's how crazy this world is.
0: Jim, that's an excellent point. They, I've, I've heard people discuss that. I think even Noah um Harari from uh, World Economic Forum, how we're gonna have to rethink what it means to be human and we may have to, you know, develop a a bill of rights or a charter of rights for um you know robots, AI robots. Uh but what do you think of this idea of AI being worshipped in the future?
1: Well, I mean I I think that uh, you, uh listen humans will worship anything don't make a cult out of anything flying spaghetti monsters why well, you know man bear pigs whatever you know humans will just you there's cults around apple there's cults around brands there's cults of personality around people i mean we will cultize and worship just about anything money cars whatever so the idea of that and that's one of the points of my film. Again, I don't want to give this away. He's already gave away one. Please get my film, AI Armageddon, the Apocalypse 10 game, because one of the conclusions I talk about in the film is exactly that. But it's even more sinister than what you're talking about, but it's kind of right on line. Here's what I think. Gosh, I don't even Wait, want
0: to – Hey, we just that. got it less than a minute, so you have to go quick.
1: Listen, I think you're right on. I think that, yes, the idea that we may be sold to Bill Goods about this – you know. A religious entity that really is uh, – we've been told We've been told was uh, different religions, it's all one thing. Yes, the idea that it may inhabit a computer and become the Antichrist, that could happen. Absolutely, that's a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to, but definitely a possibility. Just
0: please go okay, to Josh
1: Reeves, the Global Reality yeah. Channel on YouTube. Please find my, my download store there. Find my downloads. Make a donation to Josh Reeves at the uh, cash app, Reeves Radio, all over case, one word, Reeves Radio on the cash app. Or Dayglo76, dayglow76 d a y g l o w76 yahoo.com to send it to me on PayPal. Just please okay. support my work, support what Richard does, support Coast to Coast AM. Please, got to,
0: I gotta I'm gotta trying
1: to get the word out about
0: Josh. got a got gotta fly, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. Great show, as always. We'll get you back on. For George Norrie, George Napoli's Alliance, Stephanie Smith, Tom Danheiser, Michael Cozio, Donna Walker, Dan Galanti, Chris Burrows, Tim Benall, Sean Latasor, I'm Richard Serrett. Thank you for your ears and your voices, your beautiful voices, until November. So long for now.